It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman and Joe Shasty coming at you every week with all the best Giants content. We'll keep it real with you no matter what, whether we like Farhan or we don't, because that's what we do. Like, listen, subscribe, 95.7 Aussie Sports Network. So Shasky, over the weekend on Sunday evening, before the Giants took the field against the Braves, Tyro Estrada uh, got up in front of the dugout and uh, with the help of an interpreter, gave an impassionate speech to the clubhouse, basically saying, hey, we can play better than this. We can play like we did earlier in this season, you know, and uh, Tristan Beck was asked about it. Beck, who went like four and a third perfect to start the game or something last night against the Braves, finally got a start to uh, Tristan Beck against the team that traded him away. And Tristan Beck said, you know, is Estrada, he's a guy who I look up to on this team. When he speaks, it carries a lot of weight. And basically, Estrada's message was, let's play like a team, take that extra base, and it's an add-on, basically play like Tyro Estrada. And to <laughs> me, Tyro Estrada's been one of my favorite players the last two years. He really has. He's been an, he's been an incredible bright bright spot every day. Again, would I like to have Marcus Simeon over him? Yes, probably. But that's not a knock on Tyro Estrada. Tyro's been one of the few bright spots yes. for this team. And yeah. I really love the fact that he's really stepping up and showing this leadership because, I mean, I know Logan Webb is one of the leaders on this team, but he's not a vocal leader. Mike Yastrzemski is one of the yes. guys that people on this team rally behind, but it's kind of hard when you're injured and you're not in the lineup every day. I, I think Jock Peterson's looked at as a leadership type guy in this clubhouse, but, and this kind of goes back to what I heard from Austin Riley over the weekend. It's like, you have this kind of, leadership in the clubhouse but like how deep does it go who's holding guys in this clubhouse accountable and i think one of the big knocks i think you can have on this giants team is just yeah there, there's there's guys who are leaders but there's no guys who are really leading if that yeah. makes sense well and that's why i appreciate tyro estrada being so up out front vocal he, he's been a catalyst offensively and i think he's gotten a lot better defensively how about that play where alexander is going to go cover and the first baseman throws yeah. to alexander and alexander whips it to estrada estrada covers first base so awkward and then throws home and gets the guy on the double play slat, trying to steal home yeah, it's like a savannah home. banana double play yeah it was <laughs> it was a lot of it was a cool cool aware play by the kid i, I just think if you're looking for somebody who plays the game the right way and is fun, Estrada's that guy. But he, mm -hmm. he's not he's not sexy enough for people to understand that if you're not paying attention every day. Yeah, and I, he really is. Yeah, he he does the little things right. He's not going to wow you with his power, but I agree. Yeah, he puts the ball in play. He can take that extra base. I would love to see more guys like Tyro Estrada in this lineup because, yeah, he does play the game the right way, and I really hope that the Giants can allow him to keep doing that because he's a guy where the Giants – and this is where I get really frustrated with their philosophy again, is the hitting approach is so one-dimensional for this team. And it does not allow for any sort of two-strike adjustments. And I really hope they let Tyro continue to be the hitter that he is and not try to force him into taking these uppercut swings like they've done with Casey Schmidt, who, oh my God, it seems like they've completely screwed up his swing early on. Hopefully they can get that fixed. But yeah, a guy like Tyro Estrada taking up, standing up and taking that leadership position there. I love seeing that. I need to see more of that. I need to see guys like Logan Webb holding the rest of the team accountable. You guys like Yaz, I want to see that. I don't know if Yaz can though. I look at Jock Peterson. I mean, Jock, I mean, when he 
walks to the clubhouse, he's got this total I don't give a damn attitude, but not in the cool way. He literally looks like a guy who's like, I'm just trying to collect my 20 mil so I can go find a team to go to the playoffs with next year. And that's a guy that these guys on this team look at as a leader. The only thing Jock is the leader of is the post-game card games. Like it's, And that's where just the whole culture of this clubhouse feels shot right now. It really does. And that's where it kind of goes into my whole thing about why I think Kapler's lost the clubhouse is you need veterans to kind of keep help keep things in line. It can't just all be on the manager. And you just don't see that. And when you see a guy like Tyro step up and we're thinking, oh, this is so great. It's such a, you know, a breath of fresh air. But like it shouldn't be this dire right now. And it's just it's. But, but yeah. What did you expect from this team this year? I feel like they've outperformed all my expectations. Like they're running out of pitching. I mean, they, Sam, they've got one and a half starters. They really do. I mean, maybe, God, maybe two with Kyle Harrison. We can get to him in a second. But no, I, I see yeah, your point. Cobb together make a second starter. Barely. I mean, it's a miracle. They're a game and a half out of a wild card spot. It really is. I don't know. Maybe I fell for the banana in the tailpipe earlier in you this did. year with how well this team was playing in, in, in May and June and July. I just refuse to believe that this team was as bad as they were in April. <laughs> Remember when I they said you. at the beginning of the year, Oh, they're going to hit a lot of home runs this year. They have 140 home runs. just like, 20th in the league and they just got taken you know two out of three from the number one home run team in baseball it's supposed to be a power team it's just everything once but again who has power? Power. Hmm? but who, who on the power? Team has I, don't power. Know. I don't know who has power on this team i really don't at this point no one does conforto maybe on a good day hanniger probably was supposed to have some power but i want to get this point like <laughs> with this all being said though like you said the giants are a game and a half out of the wild card spot. They got the Reds in town this week, which is a huge series for that wild card. Absolutely. Tyro Estrada making this a passionate speech. Kind of reminds me of the speech that Edgar Renteria gave uh, back at Wrigley Field in 2010 before the Giants went on a run there to end the season. Shasky, is even worth hoping for a playoff run? Before you answer that question, in the final 33 games of last year, the Giants went 20 and 13 to finish 81 and 81. They have 32 games left this season. So add on last night's game, that would be 33 to the end of the year. If the Giants can go 20 and 13, that gets them at 86 wins, which is probably a playoff spot. The Giants will probably have to do that in September. Do you, do you see that at all happening? No. Yeah. I mean, it's even worth I just Sam, uh, Sam. It's just not, I don't see it happening people. at all. I have zero faith in a playoff run right now. The Reds are coming up tonight. The Reds feel so energized. The, their two seasons could not feel more different, and they're in the same boat. The Reds have like four or five young players really truly ascending and getting better did you see that throw from ellie de la cruz the other day throwing the other day, but i mean it's I, I you've seen enough of ellie de la cruz's throws to know how good he is i don't even need to look at his batting average i know he is an everyday player for that team oh yeah you're gonna keep him in the same spot in the lineup too and then they got the third baseman and carnacion or i forget is it in whatever the guy's name who's yeah. the local boy from northern california like they're they're feeling good yeah, about them Benson in the outfield. Yeah, you're feeling great about the Reds. They don't really, but I mean, like, and that's not to discount the Giants. The Giants have young guys to be excited about too. But not on that level. Not on that level. But it's also because the Reds are playing the game the way you're supposed to. The Giants have the, all these great, great, talented players, but they're making them play goofy baseball <laughs> that's not translating to wins. It's just like you're you're pissing away the careers of these young great players, and you're ruining them before they even get started. So, I mean, should this team? Am I rooting? Am I expecting this team to make the playoffs? No. Do I hope they go on a run here and maybe make the playoffs? Sure. I would love that. I'm not going to root against this team. That, that, I feel I feel the same way. Like, well, I want to, week, when, who was the guy who called in the Willard and Dibs the other week? and was like, I hope the Giants lose out the rest of the year just so they fire people. I'm not getting into that. I, I no, hate that kind no, of thinking. No. 
that's that's dumb. I'm not rooting for someone to, for a team to lose just so someone gets fired. I no. hope they can make the playoffs. But here's the cool. problem. Trying to chase the playoffs, if Yaz is healthy, well, he's going to get at-bats over Wade Meckler, Ramos, and Matos. To me, exactly. that's like, what are we doing? I think a plan the rest of the season is, again, I like, for instance, the outfield I want to see the rest of the year is I'll, I'll, I'll accept Hanniger and left. You got two more years of him. The Giants have no choice but to try and make it work with him. No, I think you got to trade him this offseason and eat a lot of that money. Probably. To. But for the rest of this year, you have to play Hanniger, I think. You're just you're stuck with that. You have to because you're not going to be able to trade him if he's not playing. It's not even worth it. it. See, to me, I want to see Ramos, Matos, Meckler. That's the outfield. I want to see yeah. it. Left, right, center. And yeah, then I mean, maybe Luciano. Yeah, I want to see Luciano too. I want to see young guys. I don't want to see Jock in the lineup anymore. I don't want to see Conforto in the lineup anymore. I've done. You. I've seen enough of Austin Slater. Yaz, if he wants to come off the bench every now and then, I'm cool with that. Around the infield, you know what? I want to see more Marco Luciano. Casey you know, Schmidt. Oh, let's let's get more Casey Schmidt in there. I don't Estrada. need to see any more. Like JD Davis does not need to be manning the hot has, corner. Has Brandon Crawford played his last game? I think they bring him back to the last couple weeks. He's he's not done with the Giants. He'll he'll get a he'll get his proper send off, and that's gonna be something to look forward to in September too, because. As as brutal as this year's be as as this year has been as brutal as things are right now, I do believe Brandon Crawford does deserve a a proper hero send off, and I hope we are able to see that happen here in September.